0: Welcome to the SOS Church Stockholm podcast. We are an international church in the heart of Stockholm that meets every Sunday at 11:30 a.m. at Trottnigatan 81. The celebration is in English with translation into Swedish, Farsi, and Spanish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations, living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus.
1: I want to introduce our guest that we have here for this weekend from Austria. It have been very special for us. And we have Pastor Philip and Petra Schmierold. <laughs> First time I dare to try to pronounce it from the stage. <laughs> it's close. It's getting close. And... Um, and, and they, they are really walking with something special from God. There is a grace upon their life that is very special that we are receiving from. Been preaching in over, over 16 nations, planting churches, having festivals, and seeing God doing a lot of signs and wonders through their ministry. All glory to Jesus, right? Yeah. Uh, so I would like you and me to stand up and put our hands together and welcome them. Big time, the last time they were stepping up to preach this weekend. Come on, come on. Like like a big hand. Can we give it a warm welcome? Like, yes, yes. You want to, up to Petra. Let's do it again. Huh? Yes. <laughs>
0: Hallelujah. It's so great to be here. This is my wonderful wife, Petra. Schmerold. No, just kidding. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we love Jesus. We love to walk in the supernatural too. And we were in Bahrain. How long was that ago? A few weeks ago, right? Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> it was just two weeks ago. And there was a service similar like that one. There was a woman in the service who could barely walk. She came into the service, was in a lot of pain, got completely healed afterwards. Peter prayed for her. And I just asked her to share a testimony to encourage us. How many want to experience more stuff with Jesus? Amen. Isn't it amazing that we are called to do this stuff? Hallelujah. You know, the first healings I saw, I was only a few weeks saved. So maybe you're here today and you think, I don't even know why I'm saying this right now. Well, I got to be a believer for 10, 15 years before I move in power. No, you are drafted into the army right away. Hallelujah. As soon as you got saved. So Peter, please share with us.
2: Hallelujah. I will uh, steal a quote of you, Philip, now, because I like what you say about pastors and the people who are are sitting here in the crowd. Because, Philip, you say always, like, the pastors are the trainers and the people sitting here are the players on the field. And this is really, it's like this. And I'm also mostly the uh, mostly, uh, the player on the field because I'm an architect. And so I have to sit in the office also with people who don't know Christ. And I would like them to have Christ in their life. So it's nothing what I watch and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry for you. I try to get in contact with them, like right where they are and tell them about Jesus, tell them about the gospel and tell them also that miracles are possible. not just possible but their reality and their like the like it's everyday bread you know it's something we we can get and I want to share some testimony I think a lot of uh, or a few people were in the first service so I'm gonna share something new because God is good and he's doing a lot so I had a a friend a a co-worker a colleague of mine and he I don't know what the guy was struggling with it if it is the occult or something but he was just stepping in uh, one mess into another like he had diseases all the time he was sick and I was like man I'm sorry and I told him about Jesus I told him that he is the healer that through his stripes we are healed that he can have like healing and once he came with like really uh, a back pain he had like his disc was squeezed out and he got injections every day uh, and i was like hey man can i pray to uh, pray for you and he was like okay and i prayed for him uh, and i prayed the first time nothing happened he was like no it's still still hurts and i was like, let me pray another time he's like okay <sighs> okay i prayed another time he's like okay it's a little bit better than i Okay, just let me pray another time. And I prayed the third time and he got completely healed. He was like, man, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> like, okay, cool. So, uh, and the, the same guy, as I said, he was stepping in one mech mess to another. Like I had have a lot of uh, stories actually with this guy, but one other, <laughs> I'm sorry for him. Um, I was... Um, <laughs> he had, like, really hard issues with sleeping. He had uh, sleep paralysis. And when we slept, he got, like, uh, demons uh, figures. Like, uh, someone was sitting on him. Like, he um, was, like, awake, but he slept and he saw everything and he wanted to scream, but he couldn't. Like, he had really hard issues in that. Like, every second night. And I was... Um, um, he invited me to him home and i was seeing uh, a really big dream catcher and i got a word of knowledge that this has to do with his bad dreams and i was saying hey i can just recommend you mean to put this thing down and throw it away Uh, i think uh, you will be sleeping better after this and i was really impressed like, he got it, like, right away out of the, like, from the wall, and he threw, you, threw it away. And then, like, um, after that, he never had sleep paralysis oh, wow. again. Never again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, these were some stories. <laughs> we will get some stories from Philip too. Um, amen. God is good.
0: Awesome. Wow, so cool. What about that one guy who got healed in his back? He almost started to rap. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Right <laughs> so cool. God is so good. Hey, let us let us stand up for a moment. I just feel to release that for the next few seconds. And if you are hungry for that, to just live in the supernatural and see also signs and wonders in your life just lift up your hands for one. if you're hungry for that father i thank you that you are a supernatural god you are a god of miracles it's not empty religion it's not words only but it is really a kingdom of power and so father i pray for a grace for all of us lord that even in the coming weeks and months that this weekend would be a catalyst to a propel us into greater boldness and greater faith and that we would stretch out our hands to a hurting world and that you would do supernatural miracles and healings through us in jesus mighty name and while we are standing if you are here today and you have sickness in your body if you have pain in your body hey just wave uh, wave with your hand real quick if you have pain in your body today if you need a healing is there anybody here there's someone there are a few people here okay uh just do something real quick. Put your hand on the body part where you have pain, just as an as a point of contact and as a step of faith. And let us just pray together right now. Father, we thank you that your presence is here and your presence is a healing presence. And we right now, by faith, just step into that in Jesus' name. And we thank you that you have given us authority we don't even rely on our experiences may they be positive or negative we just rely on you as a person because you are the healer and you are here today and we rebuke sickness and pain right now in jesus mighty name i thank you lord jesus hallelujah i just feel this word for someone there's someone like your uh you have something with your bones like even when you make a fist you, you have very little strength. I don't know the name of this disease, but there's like a lack of physical strength. And if that resonates with you, just go like this for a moment, like a lack of physical strength. Just wave like this, if this resonates with you, like something with the bones. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's just uh, stretch our hands towards him. Father, I think the shins, shins you said? Father, we just release healing over him today. In Jesus' name, that's Luke, right? You're Luke. Father, I thank you for Luke. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we release complete healing over his life. Let him also be a carrier of healing. Hallelujah. I just have a sense, Luke, that you will also be a carrier of healing, that you're also called to be a carrier of healing. Hallelujah. So I thank you, Lord, that you use Luke in Jesus' name. You're going to Bible school too, right? I bless him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Let's give a hand for Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Actually, let's stand for a few more seconds. I just have a sense there's someone here. There is something with your physical heart. And I don't know if it is like an irregular heartbeat. This is also something that we've seen many times. Actually, I want to share this testimony real quick. There was at our church a guest speaker one time. I I had no idea that she had this issue, but she was speaking at our church. And during worship, I had a word of knowledge that God wants to heal someone's heart. And it was actually her. Isn't that amazing that someone comes to a church to minister and then she gets healed herself. And soon, like sometime after she testified to me, she had like an irregular heartbeat and God healed healed her heart that day. Hallelujah. But if there's something with your heart, I don't know what it is. And just put your hand on your heart, something with your physical heart. So, Father, I just release grace and healing. Is this you over there with, with your heart? You have something with your heart? Like okay, Father, I just release uh, healing in Jesus' name. Let's just unify ourselves in faith this morning, Father. We thank you. I command this high blood pressure to this blood pressure to be normal again in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! And we speak for clarity in Jesus' mighty name. And all symptoms, all pain need to leave and need to go in Jesus mighty name I thank you Lord Jesus hallelujah there's someone else you had like an injury with your knees that was sometime past and it hasn't healed properly something with your knees a past injury I don't know if it was like a skiing thing or football thing or soccer football soccer but something with the knees that hasn't healed properly who is this I believe God wants to heal you just put your hand on your knees and maybe there's someone else I had a sense they're like two people There's someone there also. Just put your hands on your knees. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for healing today. And and be very receptive. Listen to me. Be very receptive right now. The Bible says he sent his word and he healed them. And we've seen this many times that someone comes after the preaching to me. Hey, while you were talking, all of a sudden the pain was getting less and less. And after the service, they were healed. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are here with your healing grace today. Very different than the first service. But... But this is just something that the Lord is on right now. So we command those uh, knees to be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you release a grace over this in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I'm just doing some, a bold step real quick. Where is Marcus? Is Marcus here? The guy from the Bible school? He was here in the first service, right? He's not here today. Okay, he left. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he didn't like my message, but he was here, so (laughs) praise God. So, Father, we thank you for what you are doing today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, that your beautiful presence is with us here in Jesus' mighty name. This is something more sensitive. I don't want you... Uh, I don't want you to raise your hand right now, but I see a person and it is a woman, an elderly woman. You struggle with depression. You are in a very negative mood sometimes. You are sometimes very low. You are sometimes in a very n- negative mood. And I just feel the Holy Spirit is uh, leading me to minister in that direction. And I just really strength over you right now. Really, the joy here's the key for you celebrate the fact that you are saved. I really, that's like I feel the Holy Spirit is giving you a very clear action step you need to force yourself to celebrate oftentimes this will get you out of the depression i'm serious like i I see you like celebrating the fact that you have saved you you will be you you literally celebrate i know it will be hard because i I have nothing but compassion for people of depression i'm not i'm not uh, saying anything to you that is not possible but you did you know that joy really is a decision joy is not something that you just you know i'm joyful when i feel like it no the joy of the lord is our strength hallelujah and so the devil, I see this person, the enemy, he really wants to steal your joy. He's actually more after your strength. And I'm prophesying right now to this person, he's after your strength. This is why he has been robbing your joy and tried to make you depressed. And he's not even so much after your joy, he's after your strength. But you can get your strength back by simply being joyful, hallelujah. So celebrate often the fact that you are saved. Celebrate often the fact, that you are washed in the blood of jesus that you are a child of god just really discipline yourself to celebrate it often. hallelujah how many have heard of smith wigglesworth before smith wigglesworth had a powerful quote he said i never ask smith wigglesworth how he feels I tell him how he feels. (laughs) And he gets like, he stands up in the morning and like celebrates wow, I'm saved. I'm a child of God. I'm washed by the blood of Jesus. And let's be thankful for a moment today that we are children of God. Thank you, Lord. Yes. It's amazing. You will notice how your feelings really catch up with it. amazing like you know the joy of the lord is your strength you can tell your face also hallelujah praise god god is good hey let's give a thanks to jesus today praise god you may be seated such an honor to be here today um beautiful stockholm and earlier i was just thinking i I actually really want to apologize to you guys that our football team just beat your football team like, I think two or three weeks ago, Pastor Christopher is so sad still, right? <laughs> right? Um, but God is good, and he's doing amazing things in this week also. I, I really have to say, I'm also speaking on behalf for Petra. We've really been spoiled here, right? I mean, with it the spa thing, with it the meatballs, everything. like the whole thing really got the Sweden experience. It was so cool to be with you guys and really also experiencing that you have a very similar DNA. And honestly, Pastor Christopher, I actually don't believe that they're are so many different dnas in the kingdom of god because in a way it's all about jesus right and he came to seek and to save the lost right we checked that he's the same yesterday today and forever we checked that it's amazing like you don't even need to get to know people very well in order for you to feel family already because we really are a spiritual family it's amazing so God is doing things in Austria where we are coming from. And God is moving here. And isn't it amazing that we are in those last days really part of God's beautiful family. And hey, I just want to encourage you today. Go after Jesus with your whole heart. It, it, he's so much better than everything that the world can offer. And it's really like for us, we can be so, did you know, we can be so full of God that the things of the world don't even have an appeal for us anymore. <laughs> like, you know, I was smoking. There was a time I was smoking. Anybody here who smoked before, maybe you are here and you're still smoking. God loves you even with your cigarettes, you know. Did you know that God loves you even with your cigarettes in your mouth? And but I will never forget how I stopped smoking. So my dad, I never saw my father smoking a cigarette in his entire life. And one time many years ago, um, I wasn't even saved yet. I was standing outside uh, at home, and I was in front of my car, kind of like felt like I was a cool kid, you know? And I was smoking cigarettes, and I felt so proud because I'm smoking. And All of a sudden, my dad comes up to me, and he says, "Like, can I have one? Can I have a cigarette?" pastor christopher i was so surprised because i've never seen my dad drink i've never seen him smoke a cigarette and i'm like heck yeah you can have a cigarette i don't even know why you want a cigarette right now and he uh lights the cigarette and he begins to smoke and then all of a sudden he says like it smells terrible it smells like crap and i i take another one and i go like you are right man it smells terrible (laughs) that day i stopped smoking (laughs) You know, it's amazing how uh, sometimes it's just the simple realization that what the world has to offer, there is no life in it, you know. It's not actually really like fighting, oh, I need to say no to the cigarette. If you find something better and I want Jesus soon afterwards, there was no appeal anymore. And it's amazing, you can be so full of God that really it's not like a constant wrestling and fighting with the world. You just get full of God and all of a sudden you are full of life. Hallelujah. You know this is really what the bible says in john chapter 10 verse 10 that jesus came to give life and life more abundantly it, it's amazing like as a christian you don't have to be down you don't have to be like you know like I, i'm so it's, life is so sad <laughs> life is not so sad it's so happy you know it's amazing life is such a gift and I don't know why, I'm, because that's different. I, I really feel led into this direction this morning. If you are here today, and sometimes you struggle really with having uh, this joy destroying life, just look back to the gospel, look back to the cross, to the power of His resurrection, and get full with God, and you will feel this life. Hallelujah! I let us stand up and celebrate for thirty seconds this morning that Jesus rose from the dead and that He is God and that he saved us that he is good that his spirit is still moving that he is the same yesterday today and forever hallelujah you can receive that right now because there is no distance in the spirit There is no distance in the Spirit. And Jesus said in John chapter 6 that my words, they are Spirit and life. So what I'm preaching to you is full of life. Hallelujah. It's full of Spirit and His words are Spirit and they are life. You may be seated. You know, there is no distance in the Spirit. That's beautiful. Pastor Christopher, we've seen many miracles online like by praying someone over the phone because there is no distance in the Spirit. God is full of life and there is no distance in the Spirit. We have a missionary in Africa, very close friend, and it's funny because he's technically speaking a spiritual son, although he could be my father. So it's funny how that sometimes works in the kingdom of God, but um, God has really used him, especially in the nation of Burundi. And uh, about one and a half years ago, his wife was pregnant, and she lost the baby in the womb, and he had to bring her to the hospital, and she couldn't stop bleeding, Like, and if you've been to Africa, some of the nations, they're rather poor, right? And they don't have good medicine and the doctors could not uh, stop the bleeding. She was bleeding and it looked like she was supposed to die because the doctors could not stop the bleeding. He sends me a text message on WhatsApp and this faith thing, like in the Bible school, we learned about it. You know, this gift of faith, it sometimes comes on you in situations when you really need it. So it's not so much like, you know, I... How can I get this gift? Put yourself into a situation where you need it, and all of a sudden it comes, then you have it. It's beautiful, it's beautiful. And so he texts me, and I, like, I said to him, like, um, uh, God will heal your wife. <laughs> and internally I was thinking, god please do it <laughs> who has ever been there before <laughs> it's amazing like we've i've traveled around the world before we planted the church in austria and we've seen so many miracles and i always said to our team god will do the same things in austria that we've seen in pakistan and internally i was god please make it so <laughs> but sometimes you just make the declaration and god actually works with your declaration. And so I said to him, God will heal your wife. And my, my internal world kind of caught up with it. Did you know that our faith is also called the confession? The, we believe in our hearts and we declare with our mouth. Beautiful way to live. It, it's really the thing that got you saved. We are saved by grace through faith, right? So all you did, you believed in your heart and you declared that Jesus is Lord, that he rose from the dead. So let me give you a very powerful and practical key for your Christian life. We start by believing in our heart and declaring with our mouth. We continue with believing in our heart and declaring with our mouth. It's not like we start in faith and then we go into works. It's not like we start in faith by grace and all of a sudden we get into religion and now we need to keep all the rules. No, 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 no. You believe in your heart and you declare with your mouth. That's what we do when we come to church, right? We lift our hands and we sing to the Lord. That's also like faith declarations. We talk about who he is. I have so much compassion for the translator because I don't know, you know, sometimes I jump around and then she, oh, she's doing an amazing job. Let's give it, oh, she's not even here today. <laughs> that was the first service. Okay. Uh, it would be weird if she's kind of behind the curtain or something, right? Now. Yeah. But so I, I, I send him the text message on WhatsApp, your wife will be healed i call him up on whatsapp i got our team together from revival church so we are on zoom together as a team and we unified ourselves we came together in one accord here's it's amazing principle where there are two or three in my name together jesus said i'm in the midst of them Sometimes just spirit-filled believers agreeing with each other, coming together in unity. That's where the supernatural happens. Like where there are two or three in my name, I'm in the midst of them. There's like power in agreement. Everybody say agreement. Agreement. So we were on that Zoom call, our core team, over 20 people, and we agreed. So I called up our missionary on WhatsApp, and we're on the Zoom call. I'm with him on WhatsApp, and I don't know how that works. So the Holy Spirit somehow went through Zoom, and then through WhatsApp, and ended in Africa. (laughs) i just made that up i don't know i don't know how it works but i'm talking to him on, on whatsapp and we're together in zoom and we pray i say to him hey put your hands on your wife she was still bleeding in hospital she was supposed to die he lays his hands on his wife we are in the zoom call i pray for him over whatsapp command the bleeding to stop within five minutes the bleeding stopped within 10 minutes she packed her stuff and left the hospital hallelujah And God healed. There's no distance in the spirit. Because everything Jesus is about is full of life. And you know the life of God really is. It came into her sick body. It raised her up. It stopped the bleeding. That's the same life that really apprehended your heart. If you have Jesus already in your heart. It's the same power that rose Jesus from the dead that lives inside of us. I believe that most of the time we are not aware of the power that lives in us. I believe most of the time we are not truly recognizing the fact that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. Let me tell you a secret. You have already everything that you need when you have the Holy Spirit in your life. It's really true. The journey then is to follow Jesus and to basically discover more and more what you have been given by Him. And let me tell you, God is always for you in that process. You know, when I grew up, I was very close with my grandfather. And my grandfather was a great man. Uh, Of course, he had his weaknesses like everybody does like we all do, but I was very close with him I always wanted to go with him hunting like he was going hunting all the time and We were talking about hunting. uh, I think Walter and I were talking about hunting briefly yesterday also But he was a hunter and I was very close with him and sometimes he would look after me as I was growing up and you know in my youth I was in this gang and I always shaved my head and this was just something we did in this gang. And I, I shaved my head again because I was so rebellious. I had so much trouble in my life. And I was a criminal, so much violence. And I came home and my parents, of course, they didn't know how to deal with me. They were freaking out. My my dad was kind of the quiet one. He was withdrawing a little bit. And my mom was like, ah, freaking out. She didn't know what to do. And my grandpa always said, he's not going to do it again. And I was like, Grandpa, you said that I just did it again. I shaved my head again. And Grandpa said again, he's not going to do it again. And next time I come home again, I shaved my head again, you know. Because I was so rebellious. My Grandpa was very calm. And he always said, he's not going to do it again. Now listen to this. One day Grandpa came up to me and he said, Philip, now you stop shaving your head, okay? <laughs> and somehow I said, okay. <laughs> and I never shaved my head again (laughs) so it's amazing what you know he the patience right sometimes God is very patient with us did you know that and he somehow believed in me that one day I will not do it anymore (laughs) and it's amazing so fast forwards when I got saved when I came to Christ my grandpa was very popular he was very well known, you know. He was in all kinds of clubs, the hunting club and in some guesthouse restaurant. He was really a, a, a central figure of society in that countryside where we were growing up. And I tell you, when his funeral happened, uh, I was already a pastor then. That was years later. I had the privilege of doing conducting his funeral. And imagine in the village where we grew up in, the whole place is packed. There were hundreds of people in a Catholic church. So I'm conducting the funeral of my grandpa. I'm preaching the gospel in a Catholic church because he meant so much to me. We're so close to us. I'm preaching the gospel in a Catholic church. I do an altar call in a Catholic church. Hands go up everywhere who want to receive Jesus because of his influence on my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so it's amazing because I don't even know why I shared it right now, but my, my grandpa was very patient with me. I feel he really loved me into the kingdom of God in a way. You know, understand this, the, the reason why you are here, the reason why you... No, even God is because God loved you into his kingdom he did it maybe through a Christian he did it maybe because he set you free from something he did it maybe because someone was very kind to you and did not condemn you but there is really this aspect of God that is drawing us to his heart through his love it's amazing and at the same time, there is this assurance that once you walk with Jesus and once you have the life of God inside of you, there's nothing that can get you out of his hands. I, I, I knew it, Pastor Christopher, I knew the day when he died, I knew it on the same day that he will go to heaven now. And I was visiting together with my father, his hospital, and i saw in the spirit if you never had an experiencing like that i just try to explain it i saw in the spirit as he was laying in the hospital bed like he has like a robe on him or something and then i was reminded of the book of isaiah where it talks about the robe of righteousness you know it's amazing when you accept the jesus god has literally clothed you in his righteousness and he has literally and we read the verse earlier i'm going to read it again in romans 5 verse 1 says it Says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus. We've been justified through faith and now we have peace with God. How many are excited about that? It's amazing. God is not against you anymore and He loves you. And also, if you need a healing and if you need a miracle today, This is why I can teach that or preach that with such conviction. Not just because I've seen it so many times or because we've experienced it so many times. It is really because I understood the nature of god more and more you know god is a god of love like he it's not just that god wants to give healing he is healing like he carries healing it's somehow like in his nature the presence of god is all about wholeness it's all about healing it's all about love it's always trying to seek you to a better place and restoring you bringing you into the very place your destiny your calling everything that god has for you it's a healing healing presence and that healing presence is here today it's also the presence where you discover who you are and he's here with us today amen so my grandpa had such an influence on my life and you know obviously this is not about my grandma it's about my grandpa not about my grandma it's also not about Pedro, about my sister it's all about Jesus and but it's so beautiful to see how he moves through people sometimes and how he can move through you, it's amazing. You know, my aunt got healed of a brain tumor two days ago. I shared the uh, testimony also on the screen. She was paralyzed. She was, she was very ill. Uh, nine months, she was in a coma. Uh, a pastor, a Pentecostal pastor from Austria, the founder of the Pentecostal movement, prayed for her. She got completely healed. But I didn't share that past uh, uh, that part two days ago. When she was healed... She was really, so this is where she's still in the sick bed, and she got healed through a miracle. And a few seconds after she received prayer, she said something like, can I have water, please? Which is amazing. Within a few weeks, she got strength back. The paralysis left. She got completely healed. But what touched me so much, and I shared that with you before, Pedro. also, uh, there is this missionary. She's from Sweden, actually. Her name is Jeanette from the church of vienna christian center i believe johannes preached there before also very good friends missionary from sweden to uh, austria she was there when she got healed and so imagine margit got healed physically but she had yet to be healed emotionally because she was so long in the deathbed and it touched me so much chanette visited her like every week Uh, and and taught her how to play the guitar because Margaret was so depressed after she got healed and she needed something to busy herself you know something to do and Jeanette the missionary from Sweden uh, taught her how to play the guitar and all of a sudden Margaret who was who got healed could play the guitar and the depression left her because she had something to do and joy came back into her life isn't that amazing how God moved through the pastor through the preacher it was more like the power gift she got totally healed but then there was like this kindness and also this uh, mercy gift i would say through the missionary from sweden who really spent time with her and taught her how to play the guitar and she got emotionally healed and got free from the depression too that's amazing thank you jesus it's really touching and so those are her two sons the doctors also said that uh, she would never be able to have children Well, the doctors were wrong, hallelujah, because Jesus is the greatest doctor. And we don't have a problem with doctors, but when they are wrong, we do. (laughs) Jesus is the greatest doctor. So isn't he amazing? Let's give a thanks to Jesus. Praise God. So Jesus is full of life. And he is in the business of restoring. So this message this morning really or this afternoon is twofold. I believe there are people here God wants to release life into your life. Like whether you need a healing or maybe you need forgiveness or you need an emotional healing. God can even do those things in a moment. Like we've seen people in the presence of God who testify later months afterwards that their childhood uh, abuse and all kinds of things. And when the one moment in the presence of god and the love of god touched their hearts they started to get free from that stuff hallelujah let us stand this afternoon the other part of this message is that god also wants you to be a conduit like someone who carries that healing grace kind of like peter shared someone who extends that life to others someone who extends that love to others that healing grace god it's amazing god always works through people it's not like that he sends an angel out of heaven and gives this message to someone he works through people and, and, you know, I shared how God somehow worked through my grandpa. I, I, I shared how God somehow worked in Margaret's life through Shanette, the missionary from Sweden. He moves beautifully through people. It, like the healing grace really is in the body of Christ. That's something God showed me one time. It's like the healing grace is in the body. It's in the body. And when Jesus walked the earth 2,000 years ago, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power, the Bible says. He walked around and healed all those who were oppressed by the devil. So the healing was on his body. The anointing was on his body that physically walked on the earth. So he is in heaven now at the right hand of the Father, but his body is still here. Like his body through the church, he's still here. So the healing grace is in the body. Hallelujah. And he's here today. Thank you for listening to this message. Be sure to subscribe to our channel on Spotify or Apple podcasts. Curious to know more about our church? Check out our website,
2: soschurch.se. Have a great day.